0: On today's Garnet Community Podcast, I'm delighted to be joined by Naresh Lodhya, who works at Royal Holloway uh, University of London with Enrique Enrique Lopez. And we're talking about a paper just published in the Philosophical Transactions of the Royal Society B, the title of which is Retrograde Signalling in a Varescent Mutant Triggers an Anterior Grade Delay of Biogenesis that requires GUN1 and is Essential for Survival. And this is a really nice paper looking at this kind of complicated relationship between chloroplasts and, and nucleus and, and the signaling that goes on there. So thanks very much, Naresh, for joining us today. It would be great if you can give us an overview of what you found in the paper, please.
1: Sure. Thank you, Garen. Um In this paper, uh, as you mentioned, actually, we are trying to understand how chloroplast development is affected in the Q8 mutant. A beautiful genetic screen, you know, which was developed 20 years ago, uh, in Cori lab to study light-induced nuclear gene expression identified this uh, CAP gene under expressed uh, or Q mutants. Among them, Q8 particularly uh, showed a strong uh, uh, defect of plastid bigensis and it results in uh, virescence. So this is a slow-greening phenotype and it's really interesting as the newly emerging cells in leaf primordia and cells at the base of the developing uh, leaves uh, show reduced chlorophyll compared to more mature cells in the leaf tube. Okay. So, we tracked the virescence phenotype by examining chloroplasts at different developmental stages. Now, looking at mesophyll cells of Q8 cotyledons and emerging leaves, at, uh, uh, emerging leaves are less filled with uh, smaller and immature plastids. Okay. Uh, in other words, very young cells of Q8 are most affected and are less filled with chloroplasts. So the Q8 cells of young leaves, in fact, were occupied relatively more with plastids and only the mature leaves showed more chloroplast occupancy uh, near to like wild type levels. So basically the green ingredient of Q8 depicts a delay in chloroplast development such that uh, fill the available cellular space gradually and and
0: this slows the overall plant development. That's a great description of the phenotypes you see in this mutant. Can you now tell us a little bit about the gene expression changes you've seen and how that relates to to chloroplast development?
1: To build a fully functional chloroplast, cells need to produce about 3,000 proteins, and majority of these proteins are encoded by the nuclear genome, and and they are imported from the cytosol into the chloroplast. As we know, chloroplasts have their own DNA, but it codes only for uh, about 80 to 100 proteins. So transcription of chloroplast genome uh, involves two types of RNA polymerases: a single subunit nucleus-encoded polymerase or NEP, uh, similar to that in mitochondria, and a multi-subunit bacterial-type plastid-encoded polymerase or PEp. So uh, now, like like bacterial polymerase, the PEp enzyme requires assistance of sigma factors. Uh, so in Arabidopsis, there are six sigma factors and they all are encoded by the nucleus. Mm-hmm. Studies have shown that NEP activity is actually high during early plastic development and importantly, it transcribes the genes for PEP subunits after entering into the chloroplast. Okay. Uh, although both polymerase are active in the chloroplast uh, during development, uh, but PEP seems to dominate for the expression of photosynthesis genes, and uh, the NEP uh, takes in charge for the expression of uh, early housekeeping genes. Um, as the phenotype suggests, you know Q8 has reduced the expression for nuclear genes, specifically for photosynthesis and uh, and even the corresponding golden two-like uh, transcriptional factors. Uh, accordingly, in the plastids. The expression of photosynthesis related genes transcribed by pep was also reduced in those uh, you know, defective plastics so surprisingly the expression of chloroplast genes transcribed by nep was high uh, which included even the transcripts of uh, pep subunits. so we asked why there is less pep driven transcription despite the fact there being more transcripts for pep subunits mm-hmm. So, so we looked into the expression of associating sigma factors, and found that transcript levels of sigma two and sigma five were indeed reduced in Q eight.
0: I see. And so that's kind of interesting evolutionarily. It's not really the, the point of the paper, maybe, but the, the so the sigma factors presumably used to be transcribed within the chloroplast genome in order for the pep to function properly when the chloroplast was a. Was a bacteria on its own, and yet, and yet those those sigma factors have moved to the nucleus now, maybe to add an e- extra level of control that the the nuclear genome has on chloroplast development. Is that is that how that works?
1: Absolutely, yes. So, uh, um, talking about the chloroplast gene expression machinery, actually, one could say it's fully under the control of nucleus because the first thing is NEP, the nucleus-encoded polymerase, mm-hmm. which has to uh, be imported into the chloroplast, and once it's there, it transcribes the genes of uh, pep subunits. Yeah. And again, and again, the pep requires these sigma factors, which you just said, uh, they are traveled to the you know, they are now in the nucleus, which also has to be imported from the uh, cytoplasm, so from from cytosol. So uh, overall, the expression is under the control of uh, the nucleus. So what is interesting is to see that the expression of NEP itself was enhanced by two to four fold in the Q8 nucleus. Hmm. So uh, also uh, when looked at the chloroplast genomes uh, per haploid nuclear genome, uh, there are similar numbers of chloroplast DNA copies uh, per cell compared to wild type. Uh, uh, In addition, actually, when looking at the DAPI stain. it is is quite spectacular to see how chloroplast DNA was densely packed uh, in those immature chloroplasts in Q8, uh, while actually they are fully scattered in the wild-type chloroplasts. So, overall, this evidence indicated the increased uh, expression of NEP-driven transcripts in Q8 is is due to the increased expression of NEPs themselves, and maintaining the chloroplast DNA copies to wild-type levels. Uh, so we interpret this molecular phenotype of enhanced expression of chloroplast housekeeping genes by enhanced expression of NEPs mm-hmm. and accordingly maintaining the chloroplast DNA replication uh, in such defective plastids as part of retrograde uh, or actually retroantrograde compensatory mechanism uh, that actively keeps the Q8 plastids in their juvenile stage.
0: Okay, then later in the paper you, you look at the... Um relationship between the q8 and some genes which are involved in this retrograde transport so can you discuss a little bit about those experiments
1: it is well known that defects in chloroplasts are communicated to the uh, cell's nucleus uh, through a process called retrograde signaling and it is called so because it follows the initial events in which the nucleus has to first express the genes whose proteins are targeted to chloroplasts this process is called anterograde control uh, retrograde signaling causes shutdown of synthesis of nuclear encoded photosynthetic proteins which may be either harmful or actually more than required because of plastic defects. Now studies on retrograde signaling revealed GUN1 as a key regulator of retrograde signaling uh, due to its interaction uh, with proteins involved in tetrahedral biosynthesis, plastic gene expression and even protein import. Uh, it has been reported that plastic defects lead to changes in mRNA editing in several chloroplast transcripts. Recent studies also found that GUN1 interacts with uh, a protein uh, which alters the uh, mRNA editing, uh, which is is actually involved in mRNA editing Mm -hmm. uh, in chloroplast. So we asked whether QA defect is retrograde signaled with the help of GUN1. Uh, for this, we generated a Q8 Gun one double mutant uh, which turned out to be albino and eventually seedling lethal. So, this at first a surprise to us and, and proves that retrograde signaling causes more than a small benefit. It is essential for plant uh, you know, survival, uh, at least in the case of Q8. Um, so, we looked for the presence of the compensatory response I was talking earlier. Uh, in those mutants. So this brought a second surprise. The double mutant showed even more reduction in transcription of the nuclear LSCV gene and its GLUC regulators. However, the elevation of NEP transcripts remained in those mutants. So that part of the response still continued. Uh, Interestingly, the expression of chloroplast genes transcribed by the NEPs was not elevated as it did in QA, but remained at wild-type levels. So that bit of a response had failed. So the question of why there is no increase in NEP-driven uh, transcripts was explained by the failure to accumulate a sufficient number of plastic DNA uh, in template copies okay. uh, in those chloroplasts. So it appears some aspects of the compensatory response, like elevated transcripts of the NEP and organal DNA polymerase, um, In addition to reduction to those of nucleus encoded photosynthesis genes, are maintained in Q8, uh, even without GUN1. But others like elevated NEP activity, maintenance of the nucleoids in the developmentally delayed plastics, do require uh, GUN1, I would say. So this impaired um, corrective response coincides with the complete failure of chloroplast development, and eventually... Uh, seedling lethality of the development uh, of the double mutant. So, uh, to summarize, uh, the response observed in Q, resembles a prolonged juvenile stage of early chloroplast biogenesis. It, it follows retrograde signaling, allows for retrograde correction, manifested as a slow greening phenotype, and uh, makes it possible only if this happens to develop relatively normal chloroplast. So without it, chloroplast development fails and seedlings die. So, Mm -hmm. this feels almost like a chloroplast development checkpoint, and and it does require uh, GUN1, but uh, only for part of the response. Uh, GUN1 is not the complete story, because some aspects of the response do occur, even without GUN1.
0: So, thanks very much for the summary. So, uh, it's clear through the paper that you don't mention what the Q8 mutant encodes for um, and we talked previously and you said there's another manuscript in preparation which really highlights that and the genetics of, of this mutant um, but can you give us a little clue about what q8 might be actually doing uh, in this system
1: so look, looking at the phenotype as i mentioned you know uh, there are some other gruesome mutants uh, uh, which were studied in detail uh, for example gene expression chloroplast, uh, some some fundamental aspects like gene expression uh, profiles Defects in blasted gene expression also reveals such uh, phenotype. Mm-hmm. Uh, sigma 2, Sigma 6 also has this real sense phenotype. Uh, so we are actually working on the QA manuscript. So okay. uh, hopefully it will be out soon. That involves the function of the gene. Yeah.
0: Okay, so usually I say you know I look forward to seeing what's what's coming next with these with these discussions, but you've obviously told us already what what's going to be coming next. So there's going to be a nice accompanying paper to this. So uh, so thanks so much, Naresh, for talking to us today. It's been very very interesting.
1: Thank you so much, Gary. You know, uh, yeah, thank you for having. Me.